Brought to you by Big Comedy Network. Hi everyone, it's me, Yamini. If you like Pillow Fight, please be sure to give it a follow. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate and review it. That would mean the world to me. Enjoy the episode and thank you so much for listening to Pillow Fight. If you're following me on literally any platform, you probably know just how much I poop. And let me tell you, wiping your butt raw with toilet paper does not remove all the shit that's sitting on it. Thankfully, there's now a sleek bidet attachment that clips onto your existing toilet and sprays your butt completely clean with fresh water. It's called Tushy, and it's the best thing you can do for your butt. Tushy sprays directly to your ass and removes the poop completely, so you aren't sitting on bacteria that leads to nasty things like hemorrhoids, yeast infections, UTIs, and itchy assholes. And a Tushy bidet cuts toilet paper use by 80%, so it pays for itself in just a few months. Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers, including me, right now, and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash yams to get 10% off your order. That's hellotushy.com slash Y-A-M-Z. Yours made of goose. Ooh, we got feathers flying everywhere. Mine's made of goose. This is so fun. Pillow fight, pillow fight. Why is it so fun? Pillow fight. Today on Pillow Fight, I'm joined by Dylan Adler, a New York City-based comedian known for his incredible musical comedy work. You can check out more on Twitter at DylanAdler6 and on Instagram at DylanAdler underscore. Be sure to keep an eye out for his upcoming podcast, Q Music with Kelly Bachman. On this episode of Pillow Fight, we talk reality TV scandals, political nepotism, and our past bad performances. Fuck. Mary? Kill. Fuck, Mary, kill. So for the Fuck, Mary Kill, I picked three, like, vaguely reality TV-related scandals. Okay. So number one is that last year, RuPaul revealed that he owns 60,000 acres of land in Wyoming and leases out the mineral and water rights to oil companies. So, like, yeah. Twitter blew up because he basically admitted to fracking. So now there's that whole meme, yeah. like, RuPaul fracks. Yeah. Number two, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, Chris Harrison, who is the host of The Bachelor, did an interview with Rachel Lindsay, who is the first Black Bachelorette, and she was asking him about recent controversies surrounding a contestant who engaged in racist behavior. And he basically just went on this big rant about how he was tired of the woke police. Oh, um, yeah. And then <laughs> number three, uh, in 2001, Martha Stewart went to prison after being involved in an insider trading scandal. She was there for several months and then spent some time on house arrest. And now... Just back to her normal life. But RuPaul Frax, Chris Harrison, Woke Police, and Martha in the Big House, Fuck, Mary Kill, what would you do? Okay, those are, oh my God. So I'm going to have to go with marrying Martha Stewart deal because I'm like, honestly, like, lay. Like, go inside, <laughs> inside trade that shit. I don't know how it works, but I'm like, sure. I'm like, um... I also like Martha Stewart because she was so funny on that roast of Justin Bieber. She, um, so I, I'm going to marry that. Um, I'm going to fuck the fracking. Because it's like, ugh, RuPaul, you frack on your ranch? Fuck that. It's like, I'm not going to kill you, but fuck that, Ru. Like a hate fuck. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to hate fuck that. I'm going to mm-hmm. absolutely hate fuck that. And then I think I'm going to kill the whole bachelor situation because I'm like, I can't even fuck that. I'm obviously not going to marry it. So I'm just going to like cut it up, cut that mm-hmm. out of my out of my life. So 
Yeah, I would also marry Martha Stewart, that Martha Stewart situation, because I feel like the stock market is already like insider trading, like the cult, like there's companies that'll do it for you. And they, they know stuff like it's, I feel like it's already a scam. So like doing a scam on top of a scam is like hardly, hardly bad. You know, I think that people are doing much worse. You know, those MLMs are uh, hurting many more people (laughs) than Martha Stewart I would would agree. (laughs) Um, And also I just think Martha Stewart is like one of those white women who like, I don't, find insufferable mm-hmm. um, I, yeah yeah so you know i i i would marry that i think that also like she would take care of me you know she oh, sure. she cooks and she cleans and you know i would never have to lift a finger yeah so she would take care of me and yeah. then i personally i would fuck uh the whole bachelor situation because i think that this that situation specifically i'm glad that it happened because it revealed a lot of like bad truths about the show and like Chris Harrison and stuff. And he stepped yeah. aside after it. And so I think like now there's an impetus to change things. And so that feels like, you know, I would fuck it as like a stop on its way to it's like character arc. You know, I was a, like, yes, you know? you're going to fuck a stepping stone. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, hopefully like I'll have a fun time and that situation will be better because of me. And, you know, it'll be like a good fun memory. And um, yeah. And I would kill the RuPaul fragment situation just cause um, I don't know. I find RuPaul really annoying to begin with. And um, the fracking thing is just a cherry on top of that. Yeah. You know? I mean, Rue, Rue has said some, uh, some bad stuff uh-huh. and like, you know, um, yeah, so I, I totally understand your decision to kill that. It's like another, it's like Rue. It's a, like a cherry. It, it is like absolutely another. Uh-huh. If you have 60,000 acres of land, like throw a big music festival or something. Like, <laughs> exactly. You don't need to, you don't need to frack. You could host DragCon at the ranch, you know, uh-huh. so many things you could do. Oh, that would be so fun to have a DragCon in like a random place in Wyoming. <laughs> I know. I think the Wyoming locals would be like these fucking gays <laughs> ruined our town. Um, I think um, it could have like a positive impact on the social inclusivity of Wyoming. You know what? Absolutely. And I can't believe I did that accent. That was horrible. But um, <laughs> I don't think people they even sound like that. There, <laughs> no. It could absolutely change it for the better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's like he's making it worse fracking, and he could he has access to you know yeah, possibly exactly. a very positive impact on Wyoming. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. it's also just like it was one of those things where it feels like Mad Libs, um, like RuPaul <laughs> fracking, like you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> you would never think <laughs> it's like Ru is now in fracking and oil rigging. It's like the crate. Yeah, I yeah, it's I, it was out of left field. I feel like every celebrity has like a toe in like some sort of bad market. Yes. You know, do, were you, do you remember when uh, last summer when like Tyler Oakley was being accused of being a landlord? Oh, wait, I don't remember that, but whoa. <laughs> yeah, whoa. which was just a funny like plot twist. Like I just remember someone being like Tyler Oakley's my landlord on Twitter. He was like, I can't even imagine him being so witty and so savvy about that. But I mean, now that you said it, I can't shake it out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it's like every celebrity has one like bad like one bad income source yeah which is like what they don't need it why don't you just let random people do like that shitty stuff you know yeah no i totally believe that when you have that much money it's like they're probably like thinking how can i grow it even more and they probably put their foot in like some you know terrible market i wonder like what the tipping point is between like growing starting to like save for yourself and like grow your especially for people who are new money, like not people who inherited it. What is the tipping point between 
you're you're rising the ranks and then you becoming evil like when does that happen <laughs> because i believe it's the climb it's the climb that turns you but is there like a stop on the climb or is it like the whole climb i feel like it's a gradient it's a it's like it's a gradient on the climb mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. it like keeps becoming more and more evil you know yeah it's scary it's scary it's very scary i was thinking about this also because in texas they're like oh, yeah. like the gas like price gauging and stuff that's happening i don't know like i'm not i don't know all the like exact details of what's happening but basically they're just like profiting yeah. off of people's not having access to resources and the yeah. people who are own those gas companies are already like the richest people who like this slight margin of money that they're gaining is like so much less compared to like what the people who have to pay are losing that yeah. it's like why is it even worth it for you to like get that little amount of a profit compared to how much you already have yes the oh my god there's um their decisions the decisions that they make affect the lives of so many people and i don't think they even view like they don't i I think they understand it but they like they know and they're like no this is this is what i'm doing and i don't i can't even think of them as people it's like in that gradient i think there's three levels so there's person who wants to do good just because they want to do good on one end another person other end is people who do bad things and don't care that they're bad and then in the middle there's like People who don't want to be caught doing bad things because they know they're bad to do. Yeah. 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 And I think like the middle, the middle is much more, I think a lot of people. It's more common. That's what I think. I think too. Especially with like big business people. I think they like try to have those like, you know, charity outreach or whatever. I keep getting ads from Amazon that are like, I fed this city and I did it because Amazon helped me. And, but like, I feel like when people are all the way to that other end, I'm like, what, what are you missing? Oh, you mean the evil, the, the bad one where it's like, you know, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like this man, I think it's like so power that's only like power hungry and that's it's like tunnel vision i feel Mm -hmm. that's all they can see i just feel like you know we're we're at the point where i think uh their demise could happen anytime Mm -hmm. absolutely like society carries so much power to like shut them up now yes 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 like these are the people that are worried about cancel culture and they're doing cancelable things Yes, exactly. I also feel though, like, you know, like, can't, um, there are so many people are afraid of cancel culture, but there are so many people who have been quote canceled. And it's like, nothing is like, it was like one terrible day on Twitter for them or something or a week. And they're like, they're like, com- <laughs> they bounced back completely. Uh-huh. Like I can, I, I can think of more people who've bounced back completely than people who've like, you know, had their, I think know, like the destroyed. only people, only person I can think of who I feel like was truly canceled was Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> from life, from exist. Yes, yeah, absolutely. No yeah. one else has been canceled. They've just been shuffled around. Yeah. You know, and I also think like in the past few weeks, a lot of people have been canceled who I'm like, who the hell are you? Like, it's like, what, what <laughs> yeah, are you being canceled yeah. from? Like, I don't even know who you are. So how, how could I possibly cancel you? You were like never there at all. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If anything, it got them more publicity. Morgan Wallen, this country star. I'm like, who was that? I was like, now I know who you are. I didn't before. That woman from Star Wars or The Mandalorian. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, I didn't watch The Mandalorian. So I had no idea who she was was and so i was like okay like and like i know i i saw the mandalorian and i like didn't think twice about her and now i'm like oh this oh oh it's just like it's like more ice on the situation 
So, um, and yeah, she's not canceled because she's now going to make TV with Ben Shapiro. So <laughs> exactly. Um, like compound media bar, you know, it's going to be a whole situation. Okay. Yeah. I, I know of Ben Shapiro because of his reaction to the WAP video, but I really don't know of him. I like confused Ben Shapiro with Alex, the one who's like Alex liberal. Jones. Yeah. Alex Jones, that one. See, I think Alex um, Jones is more sinister than Ben Shapiro. I think Ben Shapiro, yeah. like he's bad, but he's like, I'm not scared of him. Like I'm terrified of Alex Jones, but Ben Shapiro is like kind of like a bumbly guy and he, you know, clearly is not pleasuring his wife. And, uh, you know, he's just like, the story is that he came to Hollywood, tried to become a writer, failed, and then uh-huh. got into conservative media. Oh so, my God. So Milo Yiannopoulos, like, uh-huh. <laughs> the, the straight Milo Yiannopoulos, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think- no, I mean, if you fail in Hollywood, I mean, as he's shown, you can have success going down Elsewhere. That. Going mm-hmm. elsewhere. I, wait, I, wait. I suspect that's kind of what happened with Tommy Lahren too. Like, I feel like she probably tried to be on The Bachelor and then like didn't work out and then. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I see that. I see that for her. Because like, I totally see in another life she could be like a very popular influencer. I see it for her. I feel like she could be a very interesting. She would be, I feel like her backstory, I feel like she would be eliminated soon from The Bachelor though. You know, I, I wouldn't, that's a character that I wouldn't be. I mean, I feel like she would be, nice and st- but it's like the the whole arc and character i wouldn't be invested in i feel like she arc. would be really nice to the guy and then be a villain to the women and it's like something they talk about <laughs> and then he's like when the other women bring it up to him he's like what are you talking about like i've only she's only ever been like so kind and like what and then he'll yeah. go to her and be like what do you what, like what does this mean and she'll be like i don't know what they're saying about me like i think they're all bullying me and meanwhile like she's the one causing the drama <laughs> those villains like make the show you know they oh like, my god that's what so people right now we're kind of like a lot of people are like fuck candy muse or blah 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 but i'm like she is making the show good for me like i don't know <laughs> like i love that she she kind of is she says she says the things that people like she says what i'm thinking sometimes and i'm like yeah you said it and now it's out there like and i feel like queens drag queens on are, are like now too afraid to, because they know twitter will just come for them <laughs> so they don't like attack on untouched but like that is what we live for honestly mm-hmm. we wouldn't watch these shows if those kind of characters weren't there exactly that's why yeah that's why they stay and why they don't get eliminated and that's that's yeah exactly like people like i i i pretty religiously watch the bachelor and that's like my my reality show of like of expertise but Uh people are always like it's a show about like love and whatever i'm like no it's not like i get bored at the end when there's like three people that they actually like each other at the end i'm like this is not fun anymore because you actually like like you actually like them and that's not fun for me anymore like i like when there's like one girl just doing like crazy shenanigans or like on the on the bachelorette is even funnier because there's these like straight men like fighting with each other over the dumbest 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 shit and they're like just <laughs> being, being little brats oh that's funny that's funny i would but, i would rather watch that than the than the other the yeah reverse. yeah yeah it's like funnier i think the the fun of the bachelor is like just watching the the girls like interactions like this always pick a always pick a, like a stupid dumb guy to be the bachelor you know i would love to see the queer bachelor and it'd be like um everyone is queer and it's like they tweeted like this person tweeted about me yesterday and it's like i just i don't know it's so, so, yeah i would love to see that i would love to see that i want i want that too because they could also fall in love with each other instead of the bachelor oh shit have you yeah. ever did you ever um hear of the show finding prince charming no so i forget what network he was on but 
it was like some networks attempt to do a gay bachelor. And so like there was this guy who was supposedly the bachelor and there are like all these other guys there to date him. I stopped after like five episodes, but (laughs) I'm pretty sure like, I'm pretty sure they did start like get like hooking up with each other and like not. Okay. It's like, oh, this just takes me back to like my musical theater degree. And it's like, I can't (laughs) even go back there. (laughs) Yeah. But I think I thought it was like fun. Like the concept of it. Have you watched the the queer? Are you the one? I haven't. I haven't. You should, you should watch. It. I should. That's that's good queer television, I think. Okay. Reality TV, good queer reality TV, because everyone in that house is like, um, like bi or pan or whatever, mm-hmm. so they could all they could all be with anyone. So that's kind of. Oh fun. my god, I love that. It's like a, it's a more just kind of polyamorous experience. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. What other? Um. So you said that you were watching Bling Empire. Yes. What what's the I haven't watched it, so I want to know. You know, there have been a lot of articles. It's like, it's not what we need. I'm like, oh my God, it is exactly what I need. It's Asian <laughs> trash TV. It's like, you know, white people have Jersey Shore and shit. And I'm like, oh my no, this is like people who are like, you know, you see their their lifestyle and it's like cringy, but it's also like you get invested and it's like a bunch of, you know, crazy rich Asians. And then there's there's this one um middle class guy named Kevin who's like introducing the viewers to all their friends and it just it it goes like there's drama there's you know people trying to hook up with each other and I just yeah I it it was so lovely like love watching the Kardashians too oh yeah 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 you know because it's just like it's an escape it's escapism and yeah it's escapism you can you can like do other things while watching it it's like it's not like you know Game of Thrones play attention to the pot you can just like kind of like a chill it's very good like fold laundry television watching yeah exactly exactly Um, like make dinner while watching that stuff yes yeah yes it's good just like to have on in the background but yeah my white dad hated it though and would always watch walk out like and it's like no this is for us me and my brother and my mom (laughs) (laughs) it's a cultural divide it is the divide the close the closest (laughs) that indian people have gotten to that is indian matchmaking which was like i couldn't tell if they were it was like leaning into the weirdness or if it was like trying to be earnest so that was a little bit confusing like there were characters like there are people that you love to hate and stuff but i'm it was just it made me angry more than like more than it was fun there's like this one mom who just was the most annoying woman of all time (laughs) and she just like nothing nothing drove her in life as much as wanting her son to get married was and i'm like pretty sure i'm pretty sure like so many of them like so many of these men were queer because they were like yeah like i just keep meeting all these like beautiful smart funny women i'm just like not attracted to any of them though and like it would be like these models oh yeah like random like dinky guy (laughs) yeah just like i don't I don't like, I don't feel anything with her. And I'm like, oh. You and he's thing. like, hey, do you want a Chromatica Oreo? <laughs> like, oh my God. Get off this. I, have you tried Chromatica Oreos? I have not, but I really do want, I really do want to try. I like want just a, like a photo with a Chromatica Oreo. <laughs> I like, know, I more want a photo and to like talk about the experience, but it looks a little gross. It's like many colors. I can't eat them. Like I, I am gluten intolerant, so I can't eat 
a chromatic uh-huh. Oreo, but yeah. I, I do want a photo with one. I love, I love Lady Gaga. I have a chromatic t-shirt and I've seen her in concert like six times. Oh, I fucking so, love Lady Gaga. Were you a monster? I was. I, I feel oh like my I still God. am. I love that. <laughs> I was more, I was obsessed with her. Paparazzi was like, I don't know, carried me through high school. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, then, um, yeah, I, I, I freaking love Lady Gaga. I went through a renaissance of like rediscovering, like I, I wasn't that huge, huge of a fan, but I think a year ago I like went through all the albums and like oh, genius i feel like she's a renaissance woman also because she has done oh, like yeah. the like insane dance pop she's done like these ballads she's in movies now she did the jazz with tony bennett she's you know, like she's- early 30s and it that makes me so angry actually to think about i'm like mm-hmm. what the fuck like early 30s and she's done all this yeah and she's short she's a short woman and that and that she's short i feel seen you know yeah um, you know, and she's Italian, so she's a white woman of color. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, I like, she's like, she treats being Italian like she's a POC, and I fucking love. I was watching Sopranos yesterday. I was watching Sopranos yesterday, and I'm like, okay, they really do think they are people of color, and okay, okay, that's what it is. I'm like, I can't. you know, maybe this is weird, but I've always kind of like envied Italian that it's so vocal and that they just they're like, I know what the fuck are you talk. They're so confrontational and like Asian culture is like the opposite Very, so whenever I yeah. see Italian culture I'm like fuck I wish I wish like uh, I could go up to my mom and be like what the, the mom it's <laughs> like I remember watching five foot two the Lady Gaga documentary mm-hmm. and she like at one moment she was like Mark Ronson I feel like you don't even like support me and he's like no no don't even go there I'm like I wish I had the balls to tell <laughs> like someone I'm working with I feel like you don't support me and it's like just fine you know the way that she sings stuff too like when she sang the national anthem at the inauguration just like her face is like filled with like emotion yes would you rather would you rather would you rather let's play a game of would you rather so um, a clip of Megan McCain uh, blew up this week where she was like outraged at the idea that she, a host of The View, could oh, not story. get the vaccine. Um, and yeah. everyone was surprised that she didn't bring up her dad. But, um, you know, I these like kind of children of big politicians who then kind of co-opt a career on their shoulders that is like um, less impactful and more annoying. I want to know if you would rather go clubbing with Meghan McCain or Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? Both, you know, both are exactly what you described and like I feel like I only have a small dose of both but controversial but I feel like I would go clubbing with Megan McCain even though they're they're you know I feel like she can dance better than Chelsea can and like I feel like when if push were to come down to it she would she could bust a move and like you know let her freak fag let her freak fag fly <laughs> and um Freud and yeah basically that <laughs> yeah I think I would pick uh Megan McCain too just because I think if you if Megan McCain was like drunk enough or loose enough she would be actually fun and like not bring up her annoying nonsense I think yes. Chelsea Clinton would be like whining the whole time about like yes. everything and just like she has like has a stink face all the time and I just yeah no like, I feel like I'd have to take it's like she would not be having a good time and I'm like I feel like I'd have to take care of her I'm like I don't want to I want to have fun and like yeah I feel like Megan would have fun at least Chelsea Clinton would like bring the mood down yeah and like you know like she if like if a man was gonna buy us all drinks she would be like 
like yell at them or something and not, <laughs> let them, not let them do that yeah. um and i think megan mccain is like the kind of person that you hate but it's like fun to hate them exactly Chelsea clinton is the kind of person that you hate it's like just you're annoying yes you know yeah yes. um so, but I really, I would most like to go clubbing with uh, Tiffany Trump, if anyone. <laughs> Honestly, I would rather go clubbing with Tiffany Trump than anyone on this earth because like, I mean, you know, she would, she would get loose. You know, she would, it would just be, she would buy drinks for all those queers. Uh-huh. She would, you know, it would be, it would be a time. She would get yeah. on, she would get on a stage if there was a stage. She'd get, she'd jump on like a table and like the balancer would try to get her off and she wouldn't leave and she'd give a performance. And uh, yeah, she would, she would. Remember We her, would be all asked to leave, but it'd be like where that it's like, oh my God. It's a memory. We'll make memories with, we'll make with memories. Tiffany Trump. Remember yeah. her, um, her like, her rally that she had, like the oh, yeah. clears. My dad has always supported y'all. Always. <laughs> she sounded like Miley Cyrus. Yes. So funny. <laughs> I was just like. She clearly, I want her to separate from her family also. Yes, I clearly, because I kind of like, as as like cringe as that was, I was like, oh my God. Meg. I was like, she's trying so hard to yeah. get the approval from them and they're not giving it to her. And it's like, she's better than them anyway, I think. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. I think she can do so much better than them. I but. feel like she could become a solid club promoter. I could see her being like a... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i mean that's why she that's why she threw that event right exactly that's why they chose her it's like go tiffany tell you <laughs> and it's like M- milo milo yiannopoulos in the crowd <laughs> <laughs> but it's just his avatar just like do, they kind of cloned him and like made him different races <laughs> and just kind of you know <laughs> i actually i remember watching a tiktok once um about like this guy who was a sex worker and he was saying how his most profitable event um ever is like republican national conventions like hanging out after and he like you know oh my god why am i like getting hard right now that's so bad (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> it's like all these just, you know, repressed men. I would love to hear the tea from that, from that man. Yeah. I think that he he can't like disclose who they were, you know, on TikTok. Yeah. But, of but like he just was like, yeah, that's like the most lucrative event for me. Like I know I'm going to like get all my bills paid. Yeah. And it's all just Lindsey Graham, just a million dollars from him. I forgot. I didn't realize what he looked like. Like he's one of those people who just doesn't have a distinctive look. Like he's not a Mitch yeah. McConnell or Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. He didn't have the it fact. <laughs> <laughs> that um, a lot of those Republicans have. I'm trying to even picture him right now and Steve Bannon is coming to, I know it's not Steve Bannon, I know. It's like he would, he reminds me of just normal grandpa face, like almost like my my grandpa. But he also has like a face, he looks like a little bit like a baby, like a gro- oh, overgrown okay. baby. And it's just yes. like, I'm just, it's like kind of confusing me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it just doesn't, It you're right, it isn't memorable. It, he doesn't have that it factor that, you know, say... Mitch McConnell, you know. Mitch McConnell has a look, you know. It is absolutely. It's memorable. It's Uh, memorable. No one's copying it. It's like unique and special. <laughs> it's like no one in this industry is is doing what he's doing, honestly. He's a pioneer. And he is. <laughs> he really is a pioneer in, in that regard. And I'd say like much like the Lady Gaga for, for that crew. Whoa. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think I would say like Rudy Giuliani is probably the Lady Gaga of that crew just because, okay. you know, Italians. <laughs> Yeah, um, you're right, you're right. I feel like also Lady Gaga would do some sort of special effects where like her hair bled onto her face. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and I can see her putting doing some kind of oh, absolutely. theatrics like that. 
absolutely giving a look and maybe like her outfit will be like a constitution or mm -hmm. you know i see it i really do see i also it. can see her getting a performance outside four seasons total landscaping so <laughs> yes. um just like popping up there to do a show so um i also feel like documentaries and docuseries about pop culture are like really having a moment right now like they're all going around when i was looking for things to talk about on this podcast i found out that pete Buttigieg is getting a documentary about him pen penned with oh. amazon which i'm just like i'm intrigued to see what that'll be about and who the audience will be you know what <laughs> I'm going to watch it. It's me, queer Asians, who are liberal as the audience. Um, I'm like, yeah, it's like very interesting because I do want to hear about his campaign as much as like, I, I'm not a Pete Buttigieg stan, but I'm like, what was it like being the first, um, you know, that and like experience, you know, because he's so kind of middle of the middle of the line and he, yeah. got, he got it from both sides. Like, um, so I'd be interested. I'd be interested to watch that just for that. He's just very much to me like this kind of older queer person who's like really obsessed with fitting into straight culture. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, and I'm just like, free yourself, Pete. Like you yeah. can have fun. Like, you know, like I want to see Pete be a guest judge on RuPaul like that. <laughs> you know what's so up. funny like that's what like well, that's what I think of him too and that's what so many of like young people think of him mm -hmm. but like my grandma's like you know I he's just I I think the country is not I love him but the country is not ready for such an extremist <laughs> like that I'm like oh my god he is van so vanilla and like but I mean true. my dad was like why don't people your age like people judge like he's breaking boundaries like he's the first of his <laughs> kind and I was like yeah. I don't know if I would say he's breaking boundaries but <laughs> my friend has such a funny joke he says that um he doesn't think a top should be in the white house and i agree a power bottom probably couldn't be in the white house either <laughs> you know what i have not even considered that what a messy campaign and what a messy um yeah i, I would agree pete Buttigieg feels like uh, some steps backwards for the yeah. community in my mind. It, it, it does. It, it does feel like it does feel like a step backwards. Yeah. 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 But what I was gonna ask was so two big like documentaries and docuseries lately were the Free Britney one and then the Woody Allen yeah. one that's like coming out in parts. So mm. I wanna know. So, you know, Britney in the conservatorship uh yeah. hasn't had like agency over her life in a long time. And then Woody Allen, bad dude, um, sexually assaulted his children yeah um married to a, his adopted daughter now yeah Whack. so i want to know if you would rather free britney or unfree woody allen <laughs> <laughs> whoa that's tough yamini oh my god um i'm gonna have to go with Ugh, just what Woody Allen has done. I'm just like, it's so disgusting and gross to me that I would have to go with unfree Woody Allen because it's just like such a visceral thing. Yeah. Um, but I really do want Britney to be free. And I feel like some some gay lawyer is going to do it. Have you seen that tweet where it's like, it's a lawyer and he's like, my boyfriend just like screamed at me because he was like, why did you get this law degree if you can't save Britney? 
<laughs> That's like, why. Uh, why else does a gay man get a lot of <laughs> other than to do that, right? Mm-hmm. I think I would free Britney because unfreeing Woody Allen at this point, what's it gonna do? It can't retroactively fix the shitty stuff that he's done. Like he's, we can just try to stop him from going places. Uh, you know, we can <laughs> we can try to. We can, yeah, like you know, he's probably still doing bad stuff, but uh, I feel like the big the big ones. They happened and you can't unhappen them. You can't unhappen mm-hmm. them. You can't undo them. But yeah. freeing Britney, I think there's, she's like pretty young. Like there's so much of her life that she could reclaim. Wait, how old is Britney? I would say she's like in her 40s or something. Like, I mean, young as okay. in like she's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I see your point. I see your point. Like, I think that she can still, she still has like a burgeoning career in front of her if she chooses to do that with her freedom or like just live her life with her freedom. Whereas like Woody yeah. Allen, he's done the bad shit and he's going to die soon probably. So <laughs> I feel like some 19 year old twink right now is seeing this and is like, I am going to become is like having an Elwood's moment mm-hmm. and is like, you know, going to become a lawyer and to free Britney. And I would love to see Legally Blonde Twink, the musical about the gay lawyer who's going to free Britney. You should write it. Oh my God, I will. If you're listening to this, don't steal Dylan's idea. Do not um. steal my idea. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to free Britney. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, <laughs> I see it. I see it. And then at the end, it's gonna be like, and Brittany's gonna be like, and that's why I vote no on Prop Eight. No on Prop Eight. <laughs> oh, it's very outdated, but ah, uh, Prop Eight. I was talking about Prop Eight on the last episode, actually. And the thing is, I was listening to that. So you were? Like, yeah, I was listening to that. Yeah. Oh, you know, I remember when that came around. When see, because I was a little, I was little, and I regret. I regret mm. my. Uh, ignorance. It's okay. I, you know, many people, half of California literally voted no on Prop 8. You see, that? I feel like I I became a queer to Oregon. like get forget get forgiven to uh, repent, to repent to repent to repent. Okay, yeah, yeah. To repent. <clears throat> um, I decided to take on a life of queerness in order to repent the fact that I, for a moment, uh, thought that we shouldn't have gay parents. <laughs> it turns out you're actually not queer, and you're just so guilty <laughs> about Prop Eight. It's like, no, I just have to fight <laughs> for the queers. I just feel so bad that I. <laughs> I'm the Harvey Milk of my generation. And um, it's like my parents were like the ones who were like, stop being like this, Yamini. Like, this is a bad opinion to have. Like, oh I had a more liberal parents who birthed a Republican child. And it's like, I, it's, it's like funny because like years later, I, I would come out to them, but. At that moment, they were like, oh, no, we have a homophobic child. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. So truth or dare, Dylan? Oh, my God. Let's dare. Let's do it. Okay. Um. Do you have like access to an ice cube? Yes. So I want you to put an ice cube in your mouth and basically like give a speech and film it and post it to Twitter with no (laughs) Like just talk. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, Should I'll, I'll put my mic down and get that ice cube? Yeah. Okay. 
I got the ice cube. Um, okay. Well, that's a big one. It's a big one. I was like, as you were saying it, I'm like, no, we got some big ice cubes in this house. So. For all the listeners, I would say that's like probably the width of like an AirPods case, but like the, <laughs> the girth of like. The girth of, you know, a medium dick or. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like. A, yeah. Um. Okay. I, so what is the impassioned speech about again? Anything you want. You can improvise it. That would be mm-hmm. something you care about. Okay, here we go. I'm going to record it. There needs to be more Asian American representation in media. It is despicable. Wing Empire is not what we need. We need meaningful stories that is not Wing Empire. We have enough rich Asians. Crazy rich Asians was enough. You are a set. I'm done with, I'm done. With this narrative, I'm done with the, um, with the, like, thank you. Wow. Oh, my God. I could follow that really well. Impressive. Thank you so much. Wow, that was so cold. And, um, (laughs) wow. How's your mouth feeling? My mouth is feeling, I I wish I put an ice cube before I started recording this podcast. It feels, I feel ready to talk and I feel refreshed and awake. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll try it sometime, you know, yeah. the, new, the new party drug, ice yes. cube in your mouth. Party drug for virgins. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Yamini, truth or dare? Truth. Okay. Um, I, I love, I, okay. I love hearing about this from people. What is the worst performance experience you've ever had? The worst performance <coughs> experience I've ever had. It could be like a bomb or just like, just like a cringe, like theater thing or. Um, I'm trying to think. You're like, I've only ever killed. So this kind of. I mean, <laughs> I'm, you said it, not me. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I actually think it was a Zoom show. Yeah. So I think Zoom has presented its own unique set of um, challenges and situations. But yeah. I was in a Zoom show probably a few months ago where I was getting privately DM'd very gross, like targeted, like Indian fetish things oh, while shit. I was performing. Yeah. Um, like it was a Zoom bomber. Fuck. I don't something. even know if it was Zoom bomber. I I think it was like a reply guy. Oh my god. Yeah. Fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. But it was just like kept messaging me, and I was trying to perform, but I kept seeing them out of the corner of my eye. You know, like flash on, and I was just like, and so then I think I like forgot a chunk of what I was supposed to say. I like recovered. The performance yeah. was fine. I just was like, you know, yeah. Me, I get to hear too much of what they're thinking. On online, so on it, yeah. You know, I don't get to hear them laughing, but I do get to see their like disgusting thoughts, and I don't like that. So, <laughs> no, know. once on a Zoom show, <laughs> it was for someone's like birthday party, like kind uh-huh. of thing. And I like finished it, I was like, oh my God, you guys are loving my theater material. And someone commented, I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, slay queen. Okay. I judge my performances now based on how many comments I get relative to like the other performers like if i'm uh oh my god i'm I do getting that too if i'm getting less then i'm like oh i'm not this is not going over well oh my god i do that too i like count it's like oh my god how many did this perform? okay how many did you get how many did i get okay so much engagement <laughs> like, also, i'm like, like oh. which 
which bits are they talking about? Like, what jokes are they referencing? Like, I'm like, what yeah. hit and what didn't? But I swear to God, sometimes it's just like people like forget. They're like, they're just like, oh, like they forget. <laughs> it's like <laughs> analyzing something that actually like someone's like falling asleep and just like <laughs> pressing like comment random comments on their keyboard. <laughs> they're like not laughing at it's all. It's so easy to tune out. Like, yeah. also the thing about Zoom shows is like I can literally go and like take a shit in the middle of one. Yeah, and it's could. like I can hear from my bathroom still like I'm still listening to the performance just go take a shit and come back and then like pop my camera back on and be like hello like I'm back yeah, so exactly that's a benefit of it but you know if you bomb it's like better to do it on zoom but if like you don't bomb it's much worse to do it on zoom oh oh my god this is funny this is funny my improv group in college got asked to perform at the chicago macy's spring spring fest or something like flower fest it was some sort of it was like a huge macy's and they were throwing this big event for spring it was in like 2018 or something and it was like they had all these different events so one of them they wanted to do like at lunchtime like tea time um fairy tale themed improv performance and it was mostly to like older people and young children so they're like try to keep it clean so mm-hmm. we did like an improvised fairy tale type of thing and yeah. it was just such a non-improv audience not a single <laughs> laugh the whole time like not a single <laughs> anything and then afterwards afterwards this like old crabby woman was like don't quit your day jobs oh my god <laughs> That is so funny. But the thing about failing in improv is like, at least you did it together. Oh my God. That's what I'm saying. There's a, it's a certain kind of like, well, we all suck and Mm -hmm. share this feeling. That's, I do prefer, yeah, an improv bomb to like, you know. And improv bomb also, they're like kind of forgiving because it's like you made that up on the spot. Like you don't have time to prepare. Like they, you know, they're a little kinder. And generally like improv audiences are not like hard. They're not, they're like, they're like, oh, Fun. Yeah, yeah. Fun. it's not like people who go to like some stand-up shows that are like oh they'll they will they'll throw something at you oh <laughs> yeah like, i tweeted once that um the least sexy thing about me is that i'm a nine-year improviser <laughs> okay you're literally one of the ucb4 <laughs> <laughs> amy uh, fuller is that you okay truth or dare dylan okay um let's do truth this time okay What's the worst like text or email or something that you've accidentally sent to the wrong person? Oh, oh my God. This is a good one. The worst email or text that I've accidentally sent to a person. I think that there was, okay, there was, let let me try to think. Okay. I think, okay. I'm remembering there is this one time where Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So I was doing, um, I was in high school and I did this thing in my high school called like media Academy, where it was this kind of cool program within the high school where you could like make films. It was like an elective class. And so we did that one thing. And so there was this one guy who was like an actor who, who, um, like I asked to be in like the last project that we did and he was like so unresponsive and blah, blah, blah. And um, he was in the, like in the group chat, we were talking about who we should cast. And I'm like, oh my God, we should like not cast him because he was so hard to deal with and so unresponsive and honestly like not that good of an actor. And I didn't realize he was in the fucking group chat. And I was so, I was like, oh my, how do I delete this? How do I delete? And I saw that like, 
he read like every like I I was like and so I felt so bad and I went up to him in person like oh my god I'm so sorry like I really <laughs> did it and he kind of jokefully was like how could you no it's fine dude whatever <laughs> I think he was chill about it yeah but yeah no I gotta be to to say something and so I if I were in the situation I would just been like ha ha that was a joke I was joking sarcasm ha 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 <laughs> yeah I, I should have done that I panicked no I think that that's worse <laughs> but I think that's like my, I'm just, I, oh, oh. Well, you're one of the UCB4, so it's like, that's what you would say. Improvise. improvise. I improvise. Truth or dare? I'll do dare. Post on Twitter. I'm really happy okay. about this. Post on Twitter. Oh my God. I was just accepted into Juilliard for acting. Like this? <laughs> oh my God. I just got into Juilliard. No emoji, because I feel okay. like that makes it unrealistic. Just okay. like do, like, just like exclamations. What if there's like a world disaster happening right now and we just supposed to <laughs> there's another insurrection and we're just like, oh my God. I know a lot of people are now commenting, um, oh my God, congrats. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> 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 it got 40 likes in one minute. Like <laughs> to blow up. I don't think I've ever it's gonna blow up. I cannot wait. Like it's gonna blow up. You know what? I might even like retweet it. You know what? I'm gonna fucking retweet it. I just retweeted it. Someone asked me if they saw me in a commercial for mobile phone service. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, it's getting so many likes, Yamini. It's gonna get a hundred likes in five minutes. This tweet. This is crazy. Okay, amazing. You got it to Juilliard. Oh my god. How do you feel? Crazy. Um, I feel like a, a new woman. Um, like my future is ahead of me. Like, um, like that's like the school for acting, and you've always wanted to be an act, and like the I'm just like I feel like I'm, I'm a I feel like I'm Rachel Berry, and I'm having my nyata moment. <laughs> I you're Rachel, and I'm uh, Jesse St. James. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! Jesse whoa, St. James, whoa. the bad boy. Jesse St. James, the evil white gay. <laughs> do you want to do one last round? Of yes, let's do one last round. Okay, I'm I'm like kind of digging the dare, so I'm down to do another dare i really okay. like i like the dares all right um i want you to do an impression of like the like worst manhattan white dude comedian who like performs to like tourist crowds and um you know what i mean yeah totally i want you to give up like give me a performance like yeah. him yeah. wow this tweet um i feel your so tweet bad. is absolute i'm glad that i don't have so many fault my tweet is like five likes in one minute your tweet is has like in within four minutes has gotten like 140 tweets I, well, also, it's the, it's the nature of what the tweet is. You yeah, know? it's the nature. It's like a congratulation. It's like a congratulatory tweet. Okay. Um, okay. The, wor- the worst impression of a, of a terrible Manhattan guy. All right. So, uh, you know, there's a, I was, uh, me and my girlfriend, you know, we, we love, we fucking love uh, Queer Eye. We've been kind of, I know, I know. It's like, don't, don't, don't be scared, but uh, we love Queer Eye. But uh, something that I uh, don't get is these gays feel like they can touch my fucking wife in the butt it's like you know you can't you fucking fags can't uh you know you can't touch my you can't touch women like that or my wife like that you know it's just uh and it's like are you really gay i don't know i mean it's it's a little it's a little suspicious to me at this point but uh anyway i have a daughter anyway that's it thank you that was beautiful and it was pete davidson inspired (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, Pete Davidson inspired. I mean, like, that's what he sounds like. He's the talent. No, I don't know. Um, But yeah, Pete Davidson inspired. It was kind of Grizzly Pear inspired. I felt like I was there. Yeah. Wow. It was beautiful. I was sucked right in. Look, your tweet 200 and mine is uh, still at a six law X. <laughs> Um, whoa, wait, um, okay, my, d- truth or dare? Um, I feel like I should do another truth, because I'm gonna okay. get ro- killed for this. Okay, uh, truth. Okay, what is, who is the sexiest person you think you follow on Twitter? Who's, like, the sexiest? Um, at period, point blank. Or just, like, yeah, um, one of the sexiest, that, or, yeah, that. Um, I mean, like, I, I feel like I should say Christopher. Of course, um, of course. I mean, yeah. He's, he's very, very sexy. Besides him? Um, I know, I should have said besides Christopher, who is the sexiest person you follow on Twitter? Okay, I think, um, what's her at? Clark, her username is like Dove Nymph. She is, she's just like a, a beautiful woman. I just think she's. Oh, okay. Um, Shout out. You know, and once she stood up for me when people were being racist to me. And she really roasted this guy for like saying that Indian people are unclean. She was like, she dragged him for filth. And I really felt like, uh, you know, that was hot that she defended me. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. She's a woman of color with a white boyfriend. I feel like uh, we have that in common. (laughs) I love that. Um, Oh my God. I feel really guilty. Rachel Sennett just followed me. And I feel like she followed me because of this tweet. Oh my God. I'm sure she, no, I'm sure. uh, Yeah. But um, I'm sorry. I made you post that. No, it's okay. Don't My tweet after four minutes has uh, eight likes and yours after eight minutes is like many, many. (laughs) Oh, should I just, Oh my God. Thanks so much (laughs) for being on my podcast. I feel like we caused so much chaos today. I feel like there's going to be like a, a BuzzFeed article about like, who is this? new uh, Juilliard grad we usually post about it, but there's an unexpected it's going to become an Emily an, an Abby Emily in Paris situation someone thinks I'm Abby right now like someone Ooh. keeps tagging me some guy keeps tagging me in Emily in Paris stuff and I'm like I think you've had the wrong Indian girl that's annoying but you know that's such a funny prank yeah that I know it's so good. It's so good. It was <laughs> so good. Phenomenal. It's yeah. it's still going and it's phenomenal. Yeah. Do you have any last words for the listeners? Uh, I don't know. Watch Pete Buttigieg's. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. You can follow me on Instagram at Dylanather underscore on Twitter at Dylanather6. Um, me and my friend Kelly Bachman are going to start a podcast called Q Music. That's like kind of a musical variety podcast. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. And thank you so much for having me. This was Thanks very so fun. much for coming. I'm this- like a big fan of you online. It is like nice to just kind of like talk and like, like I know as a, as a, like a human. Me too. I've seen you like at shows and stuff occasionally here and there, like, but this is our first time like actually meeting on the, yes. so, yes. Yes. so lovely. Thanks so much for joining our pillow fight. See you next time. Pillow fight is a production by me, Yamini Nambimadam, with music by Greer Baxter. Follow Big Comedy on social media. And I love big comedy.